You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All of you Foxborough faithful, you are now locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast. Today is Saturday, April 3rd, and because yesterday's conversation with our good friend, the Pats Cap himself, Miguel Benzon, was so nice, we decided it needed twice the airtime here on your daily home. For news, notes, and analysis infused with the occasional opinion on your six-time Super Bowl champions, the New England Patriots. Pats Nation, thank you for joining me here on this special weekend edition of the Locked On Patriots podcast. My name is Mike DeBate, your host of Locked On Patriots, which of course is a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And folks, because it's your team every day, that means your questions, comments, and feedback are always welcomed and very much appreciated. So share that feedback, send it to the internet by reaching out to me and following me on Twitter at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-F-P-C. And while you're out there doing some weekend wandering through the Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well at L-O underscore Patriots. Again, Patriots Nation, it is a special weekend edition here of the Locked On Patriots podcast. And yesterday, I had the good fortune of being joined by the wizard of Benzon himself, my good friend, the Pats cat, Miguel Benzon. And Miguel dropped all kinds of knowledge when it comes to the Patriots' current salary cap situation, how the spending they've done over the past couple of weeks will affect the upcoming 2021 season, and even ran down what the Patriots might do with that approximately $12.6 million in cap space that they currently have. Will they invest in signing more free agents, or will they try to put some of that capital into a trade possibly for another quarterback. And we all know that the rumor train has been chugging along regarding the possibility of current Niners quarterback and former Patriots quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo finding his way back to Foxborough. Well, if you missed yesterday's pod, I strongly recommend going back and listening to it. Miguel outlines the parameters of what a trade for Jimmy Garoppolo might look like from a Niners perspective and from a Patriots perspective. And if you're one of those Patriots fans that's holding out hope that the prodigal Paisan might be returning to Foxborough anytime soon, well, Miguel might have just thrown a little cold water on the coals for you. Again, in Foxborough and in the realm of the NFL, anything and everything is possible, but Miguel did have some interesting financials to share with that, and I highly recommend checking out what he had to say. But once again, Miguel was not finished with what he had to say. He's back for a second go-round here on Locked On Patriots. And today, we'll be discussing the salary cap implications on the upcoming 2021 NFL Draft. This is a common misconception question I get a lot here on Locked On Patriots. Exactly how much cap space do the Patriots need to sign their upcoming free agents? And how much cap space should they have available? Well, luckily for us, Miguel is the expert in this, and he has some valuable insight on the Patriots' current salary cap situation, what it means for signing the upcoming 2021 draft class, and also how much the Patriots will need to allocate to possibly bring in some undrafted rookie free agents. And we all know Bill Belichick loves his undrafted rookie free agents. Last but certainly not least, in a segment that is unique to Locked On Patriots, Miguel sets the record straight, and he definitely has some of those common cat myths floating around out there in his crosshairs. 
Recently, the Patriot spending spree has been targeted and criticized by a lot of prominent members of the media, both local and national. And Miguel is not happy about it. He's got some very pointed, very candid comments. And folks, trust me, you will not want to miss this one. So without much further ado, it is once again my honor to welcome my good friend, the Pats cap, Miguel Benzon, here to the hot seat as we discuss the cap, the draft, and Miguel setting the record straight on all those erroneous cap reports out there when this weekend episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. But first, Locked On listeners, my colleagues at the Locked On Podcast Network and I have been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Because Built Bar is the amazing, low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all of their bars. Well, thanks to all of you, the great fans of Built Bar out there, a Built Bar Madness Champion has been crowned. All hail the conquering hero, Coconut Brownie Chunk beating out Cookie Dough Chunk in a hotly contested finals matchup. And a huge thank you on behalf of all of us for going to BuiltBar.com or visiting BuiltBar on Twitter at Bar underscore Built and casting your vote each and every day for your favorite flavor. Built Bar Madness was a huge success and also helped to spread the word on the delicious products offered from Built Bar. Remember, when you place your order, make sure to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Don't delay, do it today. And once again, congratulations to the Built Bar Madness champion, Coconut Brownie Chunk, as voted on by you, the fans, the 2021 Best Tasting Protein Bar from Built Bar. Locked On listeners, get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Folks, again, Miguel Benzon, the Pats Cap himself, joins me here on the Locked On Patriots podcast. Insight you can only find here on Locked On Patriots, thanks to Miguel's great wisdom and counsel. And, but one of the most complicated and I think misinterpreted aspects of the salary cap for all teams in the NFL is the impact that the draft has on it, the effect of signing the draft class. And there's a lot of speculation on exactly how much space is needed heading into the draft. That speculation varies, and it varies a lot. But you've said many times that if properly managed, the draft should not handicap the salary cap. Miguel, with the space that the Patriots have available, and we went over that mm-hmm. in the previous segment, about $12.6 million approximately, mm-hmm. how well are the Patriots set cap-wise heading into the 2021 NFL draft? They're great. They don't have to make a move. They don't have to make a move because they have more enough cap space to sign the draft picks. And then, folks, they don't. Then there's not a requirement because they have 12.6. All right, and signing the draft class, their total rookie pool right now, if they don't make any trades, right, is 10.3 million dollars. Right, but let's remember the rule of 51, where we talked about earlier in the, in the episode. All right. Only two picks that end up the first round pick and the second round pick will end up being being in a rule in the top 51 after they get signed signed. And remember, folks, there's not a requirement to sign a draft pick right after the draft. Okay, so if a team doesn't have the cap space, 
they can wait till right before the start of training camp to start to create the cap space to sign the draft picks. No advantages gained by signing a draft pick early. No advantages lost by signing a draft pick before, right before the draft. All right, it's done. You it's in the, in the new CBA where the with those these deals are slotted. Most teams get do it out of, out of get them get these deals done out of the way so they can go on summer break. All right, mm. boom. All right, but they don't lose. They don't gain an advantage. Like if it is the Patriots not going to make them. There's not one tackle going to be made or an extra tackle going to be made on the field because you sign your draft picks right after the draft. You're not going to lose any draft picks game because you sign them in July, all right? Because the players are going to still attend all these sessions. They're going to sign a waiver um, saying if they get hurt, they're going to sign the same amount of deal if they were healthy. So the, the players are not going not, to not lose out on any training, not going to miss any meetings. They're not by, by waiting to, so that's the fact I want to get that out there. But for, because, the, let's, say, let's pretend, and folks, it's, let's all pretend that the, the Patriots don't make any trades. All right, it's only going to cost them $3.3 million in cap space to sign them as of now. And let's pretend pitchers don't make any transactions between now and the time. And this, I'm saying this on two, provi- two provisions, two provisos, excuse me. Pitchers don't make any trades of the draft picks, and they don't make any transactions between, between now and then when they sign the, all the draft picks. All right, because let's, let's look at the seventh round pick. All right, so he would have he would have a cap number of six hundred eighty-four thousand six hundred sixty-nine, but because of the rule of fifty, because that that cap number is not high enough to put him in the top fifty-one, his six hundred sixty thousand dollars salary won't count against the cap. Because only his signing bonus proration will, right? And that's going to be true for the the two sixth-round picks, the fifth-round picks, the, thir- the three fourth-round picks, and the third-round pick, all right? Only the signing bonus operation will count against the cap. For the second round pick, all right, he's, he's going to displace a player with an $850,000 salary from the top 51 list. The first round pick is going to displace a player from a, a, with a salary of $920,000 from, from the top 51 list. So the net is going to be 3.3 because we're not counting, we're not, that, that eight, we're not, Including eight salaries, we're not including those salaries. Ten, those that's ten six point six million dollars in salaries. Without they're already on either we're not counting them. They're already all, they're already on the books. All right. So and I'll say this: people ask me, do they have to have a lock? Do the Patriots have to have a lock on their on their on their cap because of these draft picks? No, because the NFL knows teams make trades, so they're not going to require to say, hey, you can Patriots, you have to have before you go into draft picks, um, you you need to have all you need to have a count minus three point three million dollars from the cap space. And you have to be over that number. You can't be over that number. That's the team. That doesn't work that way. All right. So then, then the, the next inevitable question is, what if they make trades? All right. Yes, if they trade up, it's likely the, the what, how much cap space they'll need will will increase. But if they trade some of those picks. For example, they trade number two and three to move up in the first round. Then there's a you know, so you're not paying. You don't no longer have to. You no longer have two and three on your on your books, but you have an increased cap number for number, the first round pick. So there's a wash in some in that regard. Um, and I'll say this about the undrafted. I just went undrafted free agents. 
the only part of their cap number that will come after they sign is this signing bonus parations. And folks, for most of the undrafted free agents, what they what the Patriots do is give them a small signing bonus, but guarantee a good some portion of their salary. All right, and that salary, if they make the roster, it doesn't really matter if the salary is guaranteed, because it's gonna it go that guarantee goes away after a couple couple two weeks of salary. Actually, now because of 17 games, it might take three weeks for them to earn that they have that just. Um, salary go, guarantee go away. All right. Um, so they have more than enough face for the draft picks. I think I have, you got any questions, Mike, about that? Hopefully I answer that correctly. No, you've answered my questions, and I'm sure you've answered our listeners' questions as well. And again, that is a common misconception among a lot of fans, media, all over the place about exactly how the cap space is going to be affected by the draft. And you've laid it out clearly, whether it comes to the draft, whether it comes to trading up, the players that they're signing, also the undrafted rookie free agents that they might be bringing in. You always, always are spot on when it comes to that. And I thank you because that is something that is a common question that I get, and only you can answer it the way it needs to be answered but i can do the best i can but you have a knack for doing that it's what you do and you do it better than anybody patriots fans i know you are enjoying the wisdom and counsel of my good friend the wizard of benzon himself the pats cat miguel benzon amazing insight when it comes to the relationship between the patriots salary cap situation and the upcoming 2021 draft class but we're not done yet folks because miguel has yet to set the record straight and trust me you are not going to want to miss this one miguel's thoughts on what's right and what's wrong with salary cap conceptions when the locked on patriots podcast continues but first locked on listeners Football games on the field may be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are all in full swing, and Major League Baseball has officially kicked off its opening day. It's the perfect time to test your prognostication skills, and if you do so, there is only one place that has you covered, and one place we trust. BetOnline.ag BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action, but BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They give you real-time, updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Simply put, BetOnline has you covered for all the news, all the scores, and all the odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and you know what makes it even better? It's free to sign up. Head over to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. Don't sit on the sidelines any longer. Get in on the action. Head over to betonline.ag today, sign up, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Locked On listeners, are you ready for the NFL Draft? Well, join Locked On NFL Draft hosts Trevor Sikama and Benjamin Salek as they give you their latest positional rankings and analysis on 2021 draft prospects. Team-centric guest mocks are right around the corner as well. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Patriots fans, it's the moment you've all been waiting for. Without further ado, the conclusion of my two-part discussion with Miguel Benzon, in which he sets the record straight on all those erroneous cap reports out there. And with that, we resume this episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast. And speaking of what you do better than anybody, bud, last but not least, (laughs) one of my favorite parts of having you join me here on the pod is your ability to identify some of those erroneous cap reports out there, things that people believe but 
not necessarily things they should be believing. In your infinite wisdom, Miguel, you either confirm or you debunk these myths. So the floor is yours, bud. Set the record straight. What is right and what is wrong when it comes to the Patriots' salary cap and the theories that are out there as we speak? Oh, my God, Mike. I, okay, so I oh, – it just – there were the people who – right before the draft, right before the free agency, there were people who said the Patriots were not going to spend any money, not going to sign any top free agents. And I'm just going to call them out. PFF, you got it wrong. You didn't think the Patriots would sign any of your top 50 free agents. All right? But then you guys start – you got, instead of me saying you're wrong, you start spinning it. And so now you got Sam Monson saying, well, they, of course they're going to sign the players because they overpaid for them. You got PFF George saying they, the Patriots, they, they spent money like they were a target. All right? I, so what I did was I went back and I looked at what PFF projected what the free agents would sign for. So I'm talking about Hunter, Hunter Henry, General Smith, Cam Newton, Nelson Aguilar, David Andrews, Matthew Judon, James White, Cal Van Noy, Dietrich White, Henry Anderson, Kendrick Bourne, Ted Karras, Lawrence Guy, Jalen Mins, and McMillan. Okay? I looked at what they projected. So those 15 players, they projected they would sign deals that would have 36 total years. The total amount of those deals would be 293 million dollars and 165 million dollars of that total would be guaranteed so 56.5 percent of those deals would be guaranteed all right Patriots signed those 15 players the deals that totaled 40 40 years so four more years for less money 286 million dollars for less guaranteed money $152.29 million. So the, the percentage, guaranteed percentage, was 53% for the Patriots deal. What they actually signed to what PFF projected, 56.5%. All right. And then they have those guys go out there and basically saying, like, hey, the Patriots overpaid, overpaid for these players as a whole when they projected the, the, the those players would get more money than the Patriots actually paid them. That's – and not to say – so I'll give them credit to Brad, who works for them, that said they gave the Patriots did above average in free agency. But do they tweet out as much about that above, great, above average grade in free agency as much as the negative parts that they've done? No, they didn't. Because they know negativity sells on, the, on, the, on Twitter. And that's what, what is shameful about uh, – I mean, I, I, I subscribe to PFF, and they probably listen to this, and they might just end my subscription, all right, or block me on Twitter. But that's shameful for them to, to focus, to retweet the negative stuff that they said and not the positive stuff they said about the Patriots free agency, when especially if you look at what they projected, these deals. For example, you know, um, for example they said that Ted Karras would sign a two-year, $8.5 million deal. He signed a one-year, $3 million deal with the Patriots, all right? They, they, you know, said um, David Andrews. They, get, they, they didn't like Nelson Aguilar. So, you, but uh, uh, they, you know, Patriots paid more money than the PFF projected. 
but they focus on that, on the players the Patriots over what they consider overpaid. But they don't talk about what the Patriots got a bargain on compared to especially to the ones that they got they gave a bargain on on the players they signed. Like I'm talking about Ted Karras, Lawrence Guy, um, like Cam Newton was about uh, around the same thing. Oh, not Cam Newton, but you know what I'm saying, Matthew Judon. <laughs> they had him sign a four-year, sixty-eight million dollar deal. Patriots signed him for fifty-four point five million dollars. That drove Mike. That just drove me crazy. I am just <laughs> sorry. Um, it's, but you know, so and then you got into this thing about yeah, the Patriots doing this. I'm like that just drove me crazy, Mike. I so I just I saved that when you said we asked me on this. Like, I started looking it up because I lo- let me just use their, <laughs> what they projected against what happened, and that just drove me crazy, Mike. And that's what I'm just. That's all I got to say about it. You could people can pick and say they overpaid for Aguilar, they overpaid for Kendrick Bourne, but as a whole, as a whole, the Patriots did well in free agency. All right. As of then, then we started hearing, oh, oh man, they might you know, this could affect their ability to be to, for the 2020-2022 cap. All right. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, folks. All right. For a, we don't. No one knows what the 2022 cap is. So why are you right now? No one knows what it is. But to say that the Patriots going to be over the cap or have cap concerns for 2022 is a bit much, when their cap commitments for 2022 isn't close to 200 million dollars right now. And I'm like, I'm like, and the Patriots haven't really made that many moves to create cap space. So I. Uh, it just drove me crazy, Mike. And I'll just say this. I find it fascinating that the person who started saying the Patriots maybe should have concerns about the 2022 no longer says that. But, he, you know, see, no longer, he changed his tune in a couple of days. But I don't think he – I don't think – but he knew I, – I swear to him, Mike, he had the information the first day he wrote the, the, the tweet. He didn't really gain that much more. There's not that that many more signs that, that should have changed his tweet. But he just realized, oh, I'm, I just not, I don't I can't really say this and keep on saying this because I know it's not true anymore. All right. Sorry, that's my and that's, okay, and I, no, and, that, <laughs> and that's what we have you here for in order to set the record straight. And I think you just did it, you know, uh, honorably. And I think you did it with uh, uh, with candor. I think you did it straight on and, and forward. But I also think you did it because it's spot on and it's exactly what Patriots fans and really I think everyone that has questions surrounding the Patriots salary cap needed to hear. And I appreciate that insight because it gives. Patriots fans, not just an idea of what the Pats have done to set themselves up well for 2021, but also into the subsequent years as well. And the vision that you have when it comes to that, but is remarkable to me. That's why I'm always in awe of your work. Thank you. I just want to spend like if I if, before we run out of time, I'd ask um, some some people who donated the, to my cha- my chosen charity and who also listen to the show if they had some questions for me. So I figured I just want to see if I have time, if we have time just to answer them. All right. Absolutely. So one of the questions. Okay. So one of the questions from this is actually asked twice by two people. All right. About Gilmore, the future about Gilmore and JC Jackson. I think that they're going to extend them and that's going to cut and create cap space. As for JC Jackson, I think they're going to play it. He's going to play out the year. All right. Mm-hmm. And then they'll address the future in 2022. All right. Um, 
What did he have? So what are your expectations for the defense this year? I, I expect them to be, say, say, say healthy. I expect this to be a top five defense. I, do I think they're going to use the first round pick on the draft? Um, I'm leaning towards an offensive. I, if they don't trade up for a quarterback, I'm leaning for a, for an offensive tackle because the, they have, they don't have, a, they need a need not for 2021 but for future years. All right. Um. So let's that. Mike asks, do do they do do you do they do do you believe the Patriots did deals that look aggressive in 2021 will be considered bargains in 2023 when a new deal comes into play? I think that plays a part of it how they structure the deals, but I also they, that's what they do. I mean, they literally backload the deals. Anyways, I do think that having Robert Kraft on the on the TV committee helped them. Um, I don't think it really, but a little, but not so much. All right. I do think he asked me about what I think about the, what the salary cap is going to be in 2022. I do think it's going to be around $200 million, and we'll see what happens with 2023. Folks, if they, if they start allowing sports betting, it, it, there's going to be the cap is going to go up big time. Re- Reagan Smash asked me about income taxes. I don't think the agents maybe take account the state income taxes, but it doesn't look like that to me. And I really wouldn't – they make so much money, I don't think it's a big deal for them, or for, for players. Someone asked me about Edelman. I hope he retires a Patriot, and that's all I got to say. I mean, I really do. <laughs> um, interesting question from Jeremy. How will the 17-game season affect the contracts of the players who are about to be drafted? It has no impact for them. All right? So literally the rookies get screwed on 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 these deals, all right. So literally, they said to in the in the 2020 CBA, they said if you if we go to 17th game season this year in 2021, all right, and as long as you don't touch your deal, all right, you will get an additional game check in 2021, which we'll consider a benefit. All right, that benefit doesn't apply to rookies. Because so they got once again the owners and, and the existing players screw the rookies in the CPA. They do it all the time. <laughs> um, they they really do. They really do. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so um, jo- our friend John, who listens to this, John, he, he asked, "Do you about the void years?" I just don't think it's going to be a one year. Th- about it's going to be a study thing of void years going forward. I think it's just going to be a one year thing. All right. And why do teams? Make why do they do this to make contracts sound ridiculous like Taysom Hill? Because that's what the agents want, and I'm shameful it, that the that the reporters allow them to do it. That's another rant. I've done this again. I think it's shameful how they report on deals. It would have helped me, for, for example, if they had had accurate reporting. It would have helped me figure out James White's contract number right away. It was reported as 2.5 million dollars, fully guaranteed. If they they knew it wasn't two point exactly two point five million dollars, if they had said the exact number, so I could you know so that I would, I would have figured it out that his deal had qualified for this new benefit, and that would have lowered his cap, which right that was lowered his cap number to one point two million dollars. They announced mm-hmm. it as instead of being two point five instead of two point four six two five, I would have immediately came to that would have came to my head. But once you said two point five. I said, oh, that's a great, that's a bargain for him. I didn't even think about him possibly qualifying for that benefit. 
Right. Um, that's just a rant of mine. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, oh, Jack, uh, I, Chuck Soda asked me a couple of questions. I really, I would have to do some research to answer them. All right. Um, <laughs> JC, no, he, the, the questions are great. Chuck, I love them, but the, I, I don't have, I didn't have enough time between then when he asked them to, to look at all the answers, get the answers. Jason McCurry, do I think he will resign? He's one of the players I do think is going to resign. But if he does, I, it's, he's going to sign a deal that's going to probably qualify for the veteran salary benefit. So his cap number might be like just 987500 So he might actually not even – you could sign Jason McCourty to that same deal that Leroy Reynolds deal and <laughs> just have a cap, a net loss of 137500 All right. Um, ah, okay. A girl Claire asked <laughs> me if, about – it would have been cheaper to cut Lacoste and keep Izzo. Claire, it would have been cheaper. Well, they created, Patriots would have created cap, more cap space if they did cut and they, Lacoste. I do think he's getting cut. I just don't think it's either him or one of the third-round picks who's going to make it. I don't, I, they're not carrying five tight ends. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, because I think I, I, I answered. I think I answered most of John's questions by answering anyone else's questions and earlier in the episode. I mean, he did ask me about. Do you think I? Do I think the Patriots going to? His last question was, Do I think the Patriots going to win? Have a winning season this year? And I, as of now, I, I do. I think they make it to the playoffs, and if they stay healthy. They should make it to the playoffs. Absolutely. So once again, how lucky are we, folks, to have Miguel Benzon set the record straight? He never, ever disappoints when his wisdom and counsel graces the airwaves here on Locked On Patriots. I say it all the time, and I really could not be each and every time. I could not be more honored, more humbled to have you join me, my friend. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to close out the week in style here on Locked On Patriots. Folks, Miguel, follow him on Twitter, one of the best Twitter follows you can ever hope for. At Pat's Cap on Twitter. I call mm-hmm. him the Top Gun. He is the Top Gun. The plaque for the alternates, it doesn't exist because the man has no equal at doing what he does. But please let all of our listeners know what they can expect coming from you within the days and weeks. Anything else that you want to promote via your Twitter feed or whatever you have going on professionally or personally. Um, and we look have we really look forward to having you back on the pod here very soon. But the floor is yours, my friend. Please go ahead and let all our right, listeners I'm, I'm know gonna be on, where they can I'm gonna find. I'm going to be on Twitter on Pat's Cap. I also have an Instagram at Pat's Cap. I really don't. I just update the pictures that I put on. on I, I tweet out. Um, Folks, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if I should bring back PatsCap.com. I'm trying to. Um, I'm, only reason I'm still on Twitter, folks, is is to raise money for my charity. So if you could donate, donate the money. Um, go to my pin tweet and donate the money. If I don't feel I can reach my goal by being on Twitter, and I have to go with the, um, to PatsCap.com, basically I'll be just saying the PatsCap.com will just be. I'll just try to restrict the people who donate to me. Um, I'd rather stay on Twitter because on Twitter I have an international following, and some of the um, so I, and I have followers in Brazil and, Je- and, and Germany. So I've been trying to stay on Twitter because I have such an international following. But if I have to go to, to having a patscat.com, it is, it is um, I will do so because I really is a bucket list of my item to help someone re- buy a house. Um, it's really important to me for personal reasons do it to make it happen so if you can donate um to my chosen charity 
Absolutely. Yeah. And folks, I can't recommend it highly enough. Uh, having the, the great fortune of being able to call Miguel, not only a colleague in Patriots media, but most importantly, a friend, I can tell you there is not a more genuine heart that I know of in this business. Uh, very few genuine hearts that I know that are as genuine as he uh, in all of aspects of life. Um, his intentions uh, with Habitat for Humanity and the causes that he uh, so um, honorably advocates to me, uh, are worthy causes that comes directly from his heart. So I encourage you definitely, if you're able to, and these are difficult times and we all understand that, mm-hmm. but if you're able to, uh, everything that, uh, that Miguel is providing and the wishes that he provides for people are genuine, sincere, and they're from the heart and it's a noble cause. So I encourage you and I thank you for taking and championing that cause, uh, for so many needy families and for particular needy families that really do need a home. And, uh, uh what you do is is remarkable my friends so i'm happy to give Thanks. you the platform here to be able to do it and you always have a home here at locked on patriots no matter what you need no matter where uh you know things take you in terms of sharing content you know you can always come on here we look forward to your rants but most importantly uh we look forward to that's what we look forward to folks we look forward to the laugh we need miguel's laugh i think we all need more of miguel's laugh in life uh in all aspects but no all kidding aside we look forward to your content and we look forward to your spot well, analysis buddy thank you so it, much no problem. Like it cracks me up. But two things people say about me is my accent and my laugh. It cracks me up. <laughs> I just, I just, I just find. It. And then like, like um, some guy told me this in a bar one time. He said he could hear my laugh, and it was in a noisy bar. I'm like, holy cow! I was like, tired. <laughs> Uh, It's great. It really is. And you know what? It's infectious. It's uniquely yours. And again, we're happy to have it here on Locked On Patriots. Until the next time we have you on here, bud, stay safe, stay well, have a great weekend. And we look forward to talking uh, more Patriots financials, maybe right in and around the draft, seeing how the Patriots are situated as we head toward uh, the draft at the end of the month. But in the meantime, thanks a ton, bud. We always appreciate having you here. All right. You take care and God bless and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Absolutely. You as well, bud. And so, Patriots Nation, we put a bow on the week that was here on the Locked On Patriots podcast. And again, I thank you all for taking time out to listen this week. Some great insight from our amazing guests like Thomas Murphy, Steve Balistrieri, Kevin Ostriker, and of course, the Pats Cap himself dropping knowledge to close out the week in style. But there is still plenty of Patriots coverage here to come as we march toward the draft at the end of the month. So to ensure that you do not miss a single second of the action, follow the Locked On Patriots podcast on platforms such as the Odyssey app, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Just make sure that you are staying locked in to Locked On Patriots. Once again, my name is Mike DeBate. I thank my good friend Miguel Benzon for his time, his insight, and his appearance on not just one but two episodes of the pod this week. But most of all, I thank you so much for listening and for continuing to make Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. Until Monday, Foxborough faithful, stay safe, stay well, always be the change you wish to see in the world. Have a great weekend, everyone.